0: know this song? Yeah. Her, what is it? It's
1: from Hurt Locker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, it's from Hurt Locker, 1937. Hollywood. Hollywood. All right, for Hurt Lockers. <laughs> so, Chimp Chat and Chill podcast. Podcast where filmmakers talk about filmmaking shit. I'm Sonya, the moderator. I have Nick, Mike,
2: huh.
0: uh, Drew, and Johan Carlo director and writer of Gun Driver. How's it going, everybody? All four of you, how are you?
1: (laughs) Good. We're just too intimidated by you to talk.
0: I thought so. I hear that a lot. (laughs) From who? (sighs) Nobody. That's just
3: true
1: of all women for most of us,
4: though. Yeah. (laughs) We're just too intimidated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought about talking to a girl once. Mm. Broke out in hives.
0: I don't hear that specifically for men or women, just people, because they're afraid I'm going to verbally attack them.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm, yep. I base that it's on uh, past experience, so <laughs> knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Better watch out.
4: You just told me to shut the fuck up very violently <laughs> that before is this started. <laughs> I have it recorded. Really Actually, did. if
0: you play back that recording, you'll notice that I said if you guys haven't seen any of these specific films, then just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Not to Drew. All right. Y'all ready to start? We're doing the Oscars 2018 picks from selected categories. Uh, let's just dive right in. So I'm going to start with actor in a leading role. Um, we got, how do you say that first name, Nick? <laughs> Timothy? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Last name, <laughs> Chamolet? Chalamet. 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 Timothy Chamolet Call in me to pronounce the next one. Call YouTube Me By Your it. Name. Do it. Daniel. Day Lewis in Phantom Thread. Daniel. Kaluuya. In uh, Get Out, Gary, Gary. (laughs) Oldman, Darkest Hour, and then, how do you say that one? Denzel. 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 Washington, Roman J. Israel Esquire. Has anyone actually seen Roman J. Israel Esquire? Okay. But we've all, between the five of us, have seen the other films. So let's start with Johan. Who do you got? Who's your favorite for best actor in a leading role?
5: Well, for me, it's uh, pretty close between DDL and G.O.
0: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. Me too.
5: But um, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Daniel Day-Lewis and Phantom Thread.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked uh, Gary Oldman as my favorite, and then Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread is probably the winner. Um, are we it,
5: picking our favorite, or who do we think is going to before win? Before you got here, <laughs> I
0: suggested we could pick our favorite for the win, and then who you think most likely will, and you'd be cool with them winning. Hmm. So you don't have to change your mind anymore about that. But <laughs> <laughs> DDL, yeah. I, I mean, out of this list, it's not just my favorites of, the f- of these nominees. I just think that they are actually the best mm-hmm. actors in these films for this category. Um, Nick, what do you got?
1: Yeah, this was a hard one for me. So I started off with, uh, after I saw Get Out, I was like, oh, wow, uh, he's really fucking good in that. He is. And he's doing something very interesting and small and subtle, and I really dig that. And then I saw Call Me By Your Name, and I was like, oh, no, I really like every time this kid is on screen, I'm enjoying the shit out of watching him.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And then I saw Phantom Thread, and I saw Daniel Day-Lewis, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what acting is. <laughs> like, I would have to remind myself every once in a while in that movie, and be like, oh, no, that's, that's make-believe, that's pretend.
2: Like, mm-hmm.
1: just the, I mean, everybody has said everything there is to say about Daniel Day-Lewis, but when, when you really see that guy do his work, like, you don't see it. And it's Mm -hmm. such a weird mind
0: It's seamless, get it? It is,
1: and it's like such a dumb cliche, but there really (laughs) is like no other thing uh, for the the type of work that he does. You don't see it like it's a phantom? Thread.
3: Yeah,
0: that's what my seamless fun was, but we can go on with those if you want.
1: Nah, I'm good on funs.
0: Okay. But did you see Darkest Hour? I'm putting you on the spot. Did
1: I see Darkest Hour? Yeah. Of course I saw it. I don't know. Kind of question, I didn't know if you that. were
0: going on to the next
1: No, those were the only three that I <laughs> Dark as hour could eat a dick <laughs>
3: um,
0: Did you or did you not see it? I didn't see it Okay, um, I think you guys have seen it um, So your vote is Daniel Day-Lewis for Best Actor Yeah Okay, Mike, what do you got?
2: Uh, I would say If we're doing that two-choice thing That I'd like uh, Kaluuya or however you pronounce it there, you got um, it. to to win because I was really impressed by Get Out. I just left uh, really satisfied after that movie. Um, but it's Daniel Day-Lewis, um, mm-hmm. and I hear rumors of his retirement. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, why not one more for the road? Most likely it's going to be Daniel Day, even though I haven't seen that. I've seen Gary Oldman in The Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. And he was incredibly impressive, but like I said, I'd like to see um, Get Out uh, take that Oscar. All
0: right. And then, so Drew, you weren't that impressed with Darkest Hour because you said it could eat a dick. <laughs> you thought it was kind of boring <laughs> and slow. And uh, what, but Gary Oldman.
4: I love Gary Oldman, and mm-hmm. I love him in most anything, but Darkest Hour mm-hmm. is the first movie I've walked out of since, hmm. like, Tomb Raider. Wow. Yeah, and it was good. It was well done. I was just so fucking bored. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got it. Also, this is historical, so I know how it ends. Yeah. And the makeup was not good. Um, it was like distractingly bad. Honestly. You had to get
5: past the fast, the fat suit for sure. Yeah, yeah it,
4: just hmm. the 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 rippling where his where his cheek his cheek met the jowls and the jawline it was really distracting. But um, I, I, he's great and everything. But Daniel Day Lewis
1: will win. Mm-hmm. Did you have that same issue with the the makeup, Sonia, when you saw it?
0: I mean, I didn't see Darkest Hour. Oh, you didn't. Okay. But it's what I know um, about how that kind of makeup, how you apply it and how difficult it is, Like, it's hard for me to say it's bad. Um, just because I, that's one of like, the best makeup artists working out there that did that makeup. And I think anybody who would have tried would have achieved the same effect. It's just really difficult to produced yeah. fat and jowls or old age makeup on somebody so I, I can't say.
5: gained weight like um, some of those actors have done like what's his name? Christian Bale? Yeah for, right for Dick Cheney. Eddie Murphy for
0: uh, Make the Clumps
5: <laughs> They
4: could CG it like
2: Tyler Perry and um, they could just make him a CG character and have him voice over it I suppose it. Yeah. I have seen a
0: few uh, good Winston Churchill portrayals like John Lithgow um and, and, you know, just some things I can remember in the past few years. I think maybe in The Crown is where I saw it. But I thought they were all great, and then I learned about Winston Churchill, so I, I didn't really have a lot of desire to see The Darkest Hour at this yeah. time. So, um, yeah. Uh, so all of us were in agreement pretty much as far as who will win. Yeah. But yep. I want Gary Oldman to win mainly because... I want him to win an Oscar. Yeah,
3: for everything he's He's ever done. He's still got lots of roles left (laughs) in
5: him. He's not quitting, like Daniel day
3: (laughs) I I don't know if he'll. So angry.
5: I don't know if he'll necessarily
0: leave, uh, like permanently, because he's left before and quit acting and became a shoe cobbler. And is there any other kind of cobbler? I don't know. Peach um, in Italy for a while and came back to acting. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Let's go on to actor in supporting role. We got Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project, Woody Harrelson, Three Billboards, Richard Jenkins, Not Barry, Uh, The Shape of Water, (laughs) Christopher Plummer in All the Money in the World, and Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards. So let's start with Drew. Who do you got? Like, who's your favorite, and who do you think will win?
4: Um, I have much love for Sam Rockwell. I've I've said that quite a bit. Uh,
0: Oh, pause. uh Uh-oh. A wild Frank has answered the <laughs> podcast. What are you
4: guys doing here? The <laughs> podcast.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. Having some fruity snacks. Frank, who's going to win all the Oscars?
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Guillermo del
4: Toro. <laughs> all right. Not bad. Not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so I love Sam Rockwell. I also love Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. So either of those would make me really happy. I think Woody Harrelson, this is his third nomination. I think they should just give him one. <laughs> I don't think Rockwell's performance. I don't think either of their performances in Three, three Billboards was worthy of an Oscar. but. Mm-hmm they I love them both. Right. I who's going to win is Christopher Plummer.
0: I, I would like to see him for
4: win, political but. reasons. For political reasons. Yep.
0: Hmm. What do you got? Johan?
5: Uh well, I, I kind of you <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, jump on in. <laughs> I
5: kind of agree. I don't think any of these roles were that like amazingly portrayed. Right. Uh, but I really liked Willem Dafoe's <laughs> character in The Florida Project. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I also really liked Sam Rockwell and Three Billboards. Yeah. So, one of those are my favorites. And as far as who's going to win,
0: you agree with Drew?
5: Yeah, probably Christopher Plummer, but
0: mm-hmm.
5: I, I didn't see that movie, and um, I don't really care who wins. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you don't care who wins this particular.
5: I have no gauge of what Hollywood thinks or cares about, so I. Yeah. To me, it's just it
0: well, this really category I can say I don't really care who wins because I, I all of them are great, I'd like to see any of them win,
3: right? Yeah,
0: um, so Frank, catch you up to speed. We, Frank, walked in the door, so I don't know. I'm asking him a question. <laughs> We're looking at actor <laughs> and supporting role. Mm. Who do you like? Actor and supporting role, yes. You know what? Take a moment, I'm gonna go to Nick. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's gonna take him
1: a while. <laughs> uh, so, actor in supporting role, uh, hands down, it's William Dafoe for me. Yeah, uh, huh. that character in the Florida Project is is the best version of that type of character mm-hmm. uh, that I've seen in a really long time. Uh, you know, he's tough and heartwarming, and all of those things. Uh, he feels like a real human being to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, I've also have loved Sam Rockwell since Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Uh, mm-hmm. That used to be one of my favorite films. Uh, I would love to see anything happen for him. Richard Jenkins is great in The Shape of Water. Uh, you know, also be cool to see Woody get one. But mm-hmm. uh, who I want to win is William Defoe. Who I think will win is William Defoe.
0: Hmm.
1: And that's the end of that story.
0: Okay. Okay. Mike, what do you think?
2: Only seen Shape of Water, so I'll say that <laughs> Richard Jenkins was, um...
0: So you have a 100% I rating 100% <laughs> on the films yeah, you've seen of these. Okay. Um, yeah,
2: I'm a little behind on that, on that category. Do
0: you, do you got a winner there, Frank?
6: You know, I'm going to go with Woody Harrelson. Are you? Three billboards. Yeah, well, I didn't see The Florida Project, um... The rest of them might. But I'm going to go with uh, Woody Harrelson.
1: I just want to point out real quick that at the beginning of this podcast, before we started rolling, and also yesterday, Drew sent out a message, and he brought it up again today, that if you haven't seen any of... The films to not mention it because it's boring and sounds dumb as shit. Okay. <laughs> and we've done that on every single one so far. I don't. I.
0: I think I don't see it. We can you could have seen every single one? Uh, no, but his point
1: was to
5: just
0: six just out don't of say six. anything
1: about it if you haven't seen it. But
5: then people will assume that you just right. have nothing to say about it.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you just don't talk
5: about
6: that one. I, I'm.
0: I am probably. The one you picked.
6: <laughs> Which ones have you not seen on this list? <laughs> I don't care. I don't really do care
0: like? because I've seen ninety-five percent of All right, these no parts. Cares. So, who do you like in supporting actors? Well, roles? I didn't see the Florida Project, Nick. God damn. It. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards, I didn't think is worthy of a nomination. Sorry. Sam Rockwell, I love him to death. I loved that character arc. We talked about this after we saw it. Um, Didn't see it as supporting actor material for something in an awards show. (laughs) That's just saying the same thing I just said in a different way. Um, So now we're coming down to Richard Jenkins, who I have a heart next to, because I think he is absolutely... Wonderful in *The Shape of Water*. He he brought so much to that that role. It was really heartfelt and you know just really beautifully done. Like I think that he really showed his chops in that part. You know,
1: he's so good in everything he is. he's ever been in. Like he shows up on screen whether it's something like something small like *The Visitor* or like a big broad comedy like uh, is, is it *Step Brothers*? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love him and um, Step
0: Brothers. He's so funny.
1: And or something like this, and it's just he's every natural. time he's in something, you're like, God damn it! Thank you for being here. Right, Like, you've just made this so much better.
0: Right, he's such a great seasoned actor. And then, um, and then Christopher Plummer, I feel the same way about him. Um, and I really would like him to win. I, I have a favorite for Richard Jenkins, but I think it would be great if Richard or if Christopher Plummer won because I think it's really funny that he just swooped right in that film, took it over. Um, you know, did yeah. Kevin Spacey's part like bam? And I think that's awesome.
4: <laughs> did, did he get sick or what? Ha 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 ha! All
0: right, so I guess we're done with this ca- category. Um, actress in a leading role. Y'all ready for this?
3: I vote for you. I'm
0: acting like I give a shit right now. All right, so. You're the one who
1: makes us do these?
0: <laughs> I, I make you do them. I like it. All right, so. That proves it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike, I'm going to start with you, actress in a leading role. Um, Who had the most low angles in this for you? (laughs)
1: Mike has a belief, uh, dear listener. Let's just
3: let that die. You don't want to explain how women should be shot? Let's just let that die. Um, (laughs) I'll
2: I'll say uh, Sally Hawkins all right uh shape of water impressed the hell out of me um i didn't really know what to expect going into it Mm -hmm. um and it uh my perceptions were you know completely changed after that uh what's more um i have to say i would be a bit swayed by the audience's reaction too when i was in the theater everyone was oohing and aahing for her when like Mm. something bad happened something good happened in, the way she responded to it. And I also liked the fact that, um, you know, a lot of times those roles where you're playing someone that doesn't speak, you know, it goes on and on. (laughs) I'm glad that, you know, at least we got one, you know, sort of dream sequence where she, you know, belted out a little musical number thing. And uh, and it was, yeah, it was. uh,
0: Cool. Is she your favorite and the one you think will win?
2: I'm gonna say yes. All right, I'm so gonna say yes. Two for two for, there. Or for other reasons that I don't want to annoy Drew. With. <laughs> I'll say yes.
0: Frank, are you interested? Can I interrupt real quick? No. Well,
2: because um. listen,
1: <laughs> uh, host, yes. moderator, yes, um, Nick, after director, leading role. We uh-huh. named all the people.
0: Oh, let's name them all.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, ready? Women
1: have names, too. I'm going
0: to say the first name, and you say the last name. (laughs) Okay. Sally. Hawkins. In The Shape of Water. Frances. McDormand. In Three Billboards. Margot.
1: Robbie.
0: I, Tanya. Saoirse.
1: Saoirse. Ronan.
0: In Lady Bird. And Meryl. The street. In The Post.
1: Okay. Thank you.
0: So, Frank. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Who do you like?
6: I absolutely... Loved um Margot Robbie's performance in I
0: Oh is that um, right?
6: Yeah, I as a whole I, just, I felt like the movie it was it's definitely my favorite sports movie
0: at mm-hmm. this point. Um, of all time? Of over all Creed? Time. Absolutely. Whoa. Yeah. Over was, Creed? Over Creed. Over Rocky. Absolutely. I just think
6: Over Friday Night Lights. Yes. It is. It's absolutely over cool
0: Running. And
1: I know it sounds weird. Really over the it? longest yard?
6: <laughs> yes. It really is. Have you seen it? Reynolds <laughs> and Sandler? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, over both. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. like the Adam Sandler one, but I also just don't like Adam Sandler. <laughs> I don't either. What about Mighty
0: Ducks? All of them, Nick. Oh, all of all them. them. <laughs>
6: um, i have a very important
0: phone call. <laughs> all right, you know, let's move on. <laughs> Nick, who's your fave, and who do you think will win? Or are they the same? Uh,
1: I think Margot Robbie is... Fantastic in it, Tanya. Uh she makes that movie so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And
0: <laughs> with a shrug.
1: <laughs> I uh, but I, I just watched *Lady Bird*
0: uh, yes. last week. You watched it after reading the script. Yeah,
1: and I read the script first. Like a weirdo. And, yeah. um, and she really brought that character to life, and she you know again made her same thing like with William Defoe. she made that into a real person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you you kind of watching her it's like yeah i i remember kids like that in high school or i remember being a version of that in high school a you know virgin. i felt like she, <laughs> i remember being a virgin <laughs> in high school mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> and really? so i uh I, you know i just really connected with that role and i felt like she took you know it's difficult to take something that is just you know everyday ordinary and make it special and make it relatable nice um and I felt like she did a really fantastic job with that.
0: Yeah, she's great. Um, and she yeah, everything. she's been good in everything. Yeah, Johan, who do you who do you like?
5: Uh, okay, well, um, I didn't see one of them, but <laughs> 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 uh, okay. So Meryl Streep in the post, I think she really impressed me just as an actress who's always extremely competent and does like a really a really good character in everything she's in. Mm-hmm. But. I think she's already won You're not going to get a Oscar lot of pushback. <laughs> <laughs> not a controversial topic. Oh, that Meryl Streep, such so, a phony. So that's just like, okay, she's fact. got an Oscar already, so it's somebody else's turn. Okay. <laughs> so Saoirse Sh- 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 Ronan, I really liked her character in Lady Bird, and I thought she... Um, everything that uh, you said. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, Frances McDormand is just doing Frances McDormand. Pretty much, um, and Sally Hawkins was. Real, I was really impressed by her uh, being, you know, playing a mute person and mm-hmm. doing all this sign language and using her body to act. And um, so, I vote her.
0: All right, and Drew, what's your opinion? Uh,
4: to me, this is the most stacked uh, mm-hmm. of all the of all the categories. Like uh-huh. any one of these actresses is really, really good. Um, Francis McDormand. Um, I love Margot Robbie, and I think she's a she's a na- just a national treasure. Um, but Australia? I Tanya, <laughs> I Tanya was a fucking garbage movie, dude. Oh, it was a because it was a two-hour SNL
6: sketch. It sounds love good. SML. Yeah, but it <laughs> wasn't. Uh, that doesn't make it a garbage movie. I want to hear this. I really want to hear this. It was. And it better be good. It was a, like a Christopher Guest movie of What's
4: uh, wrong with a collection that? of uh, garbage to be an Oscar contender. It, it was like as good as um, what was the Will Best Ferrell Will Ferrell ice skating movie, <laughs> Blades of Glory. Yeah, it was nothing. A, it was
6: about that good. Um,
4: no. And I loved it. And I thought she did a good job. But it was. <laughs> Really
6: silly. How are you going to knock it like that and then say that you love it and then compare it to all these movies that did well?
4: Because I can love shitty things, um, but I think Cersei she Ronan took a character
6: wins. that was demonized and ostracized from all of society, who accomplished a bunch of incredible feats as an athlete and made it her own and made you love her, you know, in, in the end, in ways that like 15 minutes going into the movie, you absolutely hated her and.
4: It was just—it was a hell of a performance, and it was—it like, was a hell of a movie. Okay, well, agree to be wrong.
6: <laughs> is it—is it not
1: top five sports films of all time for you,
4: Drew? I don't know. I don't think I can name five. <laughs> we just Sh- named like Schimler's ten. Shimmer's list. Does that count?
0: Some parts of the world.
4: <laughs> um,
0: my fave was Sally Hawkins uh, for all of the reasons. Like, wow. I mean. She's good in in everything once again, but that role was particularly impactful to me. I actually shed a bit of a tear out of my right eye at one point. What? Yes, Frank saw He's it. There. I dabbed, not like the dance, but like this because her her sign language speech to Richard Jenkins about <laughs> like how she he needs to help her. I just love that. You know, as an animal lover. <laughs> you <laughs> also say, look
1: a lot like Sally Hawkins. Yeah.
0: I get that. Okay. Um and but my pick to win is probably Sersha. Um, Ronan. I look because. a lot like I, her. You do. Mm-hmm. You also look like um, Lita Ford <laughs> and Lena Horn. <laughs> you know, uh, so cool. I don't know who those people are? Let's go.
4: Danzig.
0: He looks exactly like Danzig. Um. <laughs> I don't look like Danzig. Let's go on to actress in a supporting role.
1: Wait, who does Mike Clark look like?
0: He looks like Kurt Cobain. Oh yeah! <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy uh, shit!
4: I would say Gravedigger, the monster
3: truck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the guy that drives it, or the truck? The truck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, actress in a supporting role.
3: Mary. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Mary J. Blige, Mudbound. Allison Janney, I Tanya. Who did she play in I Tanya? An old, old Tanya?
3: <laughs> she plays her mom. mom. Oh,
0: okay that's, um, that's, old, that's old Tanya uh, Leslie Manville Phantom Thread, Laurie Metcalf um, Lady Bird and Octavia Spencer, Shape of Water so I'm gonna go first, my, f- my favorite out of this category performance wise <laughs> is Leslie Manville in Phantom Thread
1: what about not performance
0: wise <laughs> um, not performance wise is Mary J. Blige um, <laughs> so you asked, I told Uh, Leslie Manville, her character is just so fun and her, her, um, her, her words were just so punchy, you know, she could be really venomous and then also, um, very cunning. And I really liked her character and thought it gave a lot of just like this cool, um, typing distracting me sort of feeling <laughs> 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 while well, nick is looking up who leslie Mandel is. shut up that's not what i was doing <laughs> I, I thought she was great a character and else really well done but i do think mary j blige will win for mudbound um so there you go what do you think um nick
1: uh leslie manville <laughs> For all the reasons that you said. <laughs> Get out of here. No, I was very much on the fence on this. I was trying okay. to side between Allison Janney and Manville and, and Laurie Metcalf. Calf? Calf? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aunt Jackie. <laughs> yeah, Aunt Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to see her as anything. But, I know. And, like, she's a great actress, and she was so good in, um, in a bunch of things. But, <laughs>
0: but she's always Aunt Jackie. But she's just
1: yeah. like, oh, cool, you're Aunt Jackie. I love <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Yeah. Leslie Manville absolutely same reasons exact yeah. same reasons she she's
0: sharp man
1: yeah she she's like a like biting into a lemon every time that <laughs> right. she's on screen you know yeah. like they're just like oh yeah there she is yeah she had lots of little Which is underhanded how I feel about lemons
0: yeah they're underhanded little suckers yeah aren't they so puppies. is that your one and only one and only alright Mike who do you like for supporting role
2: uh, I'll go ahead and say Octavia Spencer
0: all right, and I'm not going to ask why because Drew will explode. Frank, um, but no, I mean at the same time,
2: <laughs> I, I, she was in, um, I forget the name of the uh, the movie about the three women. The astronaut. The, the help, hidden figures. Hidden, hidden figures. figures. Um, I think she's a, she. I mean, I think she's a very talented actress, and I thought that her chemistry with, um, Sally, Hawkins was, um, you know. Uh, real it yeah. felt it felt very natural and um you know i mean there are other actresses here who i'm sure are you know equally uh up to the level of her performance in that film but i'll just say that uh i enjoyed her performance above the others for right now
0: nick just looked up octavius no i know who she is i'm <laughs> trying to see if she won
1: what she won an academy award for
0: Oh, right. She did win before. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, was it for
1: help or for. I think it was the was help. Was it the help that
0: she won for? Pretty sure. So. Yeah. Let's, oh, it says that
1: she won an Academy Award, but not for what.
0: Oh, that's helpful. <laughs>
1: I'm just going to say She's
0: the for first help. black actress to receive two consecutive Academy Award nominations in back to back years. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, uh, Frank, Mm -hmm. supporting Um, role, I'm gonna say Mary
6: J Blige. I I feel like all all of the women on that list had outstanding performances, and I'm kind of torn between um, Mary J's performance and um, Homegirl from uh, Phantom Threat. But I just feel like Mary J's, for the limited amount of time, I think she probably has the least amount of screen time than the rest of them, Mm -hmm. and I just feel like her, her performance was really, it was very visceral. You know, just mm-hmm. to experience um, her character and, and, and what she was experiencing having her son be gone and just sort of that intimate relationship between mother and, and son was, mm-hmm. um, was really powerful for me, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Johan, who do you have?
5: Uh, for me, it's between Leslie Manville and Lori Metcalf because both of those characters were so integral to the story, mm-hmm. uh, the way they played off against the main characters. Yeah. Um. So yeah, either one of those. And Drew? Uh, Allison Jenny.
0: <laughs> really? Hmm? After you just ripped on I, Tonya. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I
4: picked these before we even had this discussion.
0: And is she the one you want to win and the one you think will win? Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. Let's move on to cinematography. <laughs> How are we on I'm time, watching. Nick? You are so we
1: are at 28 minutes. <laughs>
0: All right, cinematography. <laughs> this will I think we're all going to agree And if we don't, the one person that doesn't agree Needs to hang themselves I mean
1: there's two options yes. And there's one right option <laughs>
3: Right so.
0: so we got Blade Runner 2049 Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound And The Shape of Water If anything but Blade Runner And maybe Dunkirk doesn't win I will throw the TV out of the window Anybody disagree
1: <laughs> with that no, those are the only two that's, that it could be, and that's the order. It well, should, yeah. yeah, and should be Blade Runner. Do you agree? And if for some weird reason yeah. it's not Blade Runner, then Dunkirk. Dunkirk. And if it's not that, then,
5: then ah, Suicide. That.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> just out of curiosity, uh, why are you doing Blade Runner first instead of Dunkirk? Yeah, I think because Dunkirk I, have I have eyes. <laughs>
5: Blade Runner is so it's digital just, though.
0: That's true. So, technically, so that's not
5: cinematography. That's visual effects, and mm. oh my god.
0: That's a tough statement to make. There's different styles here. It's not that black
5: and white, but neither um, <laughs>
4: one of them are black and white films. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with the Boss Baby.
0: On this are you? Mm-hmm. I think Coco has a chance. Space too. Jam. Oh well, yeah. I say Dunkirk just because
5: really <laughs> of the flying. And
4: the the technical
0: aspects of the cinematography like, captured which, in Dunkirk. Yeah, the
4: flying probably wasn't digital. Exactly,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, Actually, it wasn't.
2: It wasn't. I would be, I think it wasn't. Wasn't. I
3: I would be fine with
0: Dom Kirk,
2: one, but at the same time, I get the feeling that Deacons is probably going to walk away with it for this one. Mm-hmm. Just because it's been such a long time coming in, and all the things that he's done in the past have been exceptional. This well, you talk about took, people
1: who have not gotten an Oscar and deserve yeah. one.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it, and what's more, while I completely praise and love every moment of the cinematography in Dunkirk and I saw it on full-frame IMAX both times I've seen it in theaters. Um, The risks taken with the cinematography for Blade Runner were just like mind-boggling when you when you first watch it. It's like why did you do this? There's a whole scene where Harrison Ford's face is hidden for half of it (laughs) during a big dialogue sequence and it just worked, you know, when you, when you left the theater, it just was like, wow, that was amazing. But God, that was an insane move, you know, to yeah. do. And so it, oh, this is going to be an interesting one, yeah. but I could, I would be happy with either Dunkirk or Blade Runner, but I have a feeling that Deacons is going to take home his first, a uh, golden naked man stand. Well, <laughs> I think it's, it
1: is tough, you know, thinking a little bit more about what you said, that's, uh, you know, I, I think what Hoytma is doing in Dunkirk is very much about the story, and it's a huge technical achievement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, when when I think about images staying with me long after the movie, Blade Runner 2049 is, is the one that really, like, I still am thinking about very specific shots in that. You know, when Mike was describing that scene, like, I know exactly what he was talking about. Uh, Dunkirk, you know, there's moments in there I kind of... You know, I can remember the imagery of it. And I remember the feeling it gives me. Yeah. And I think it does a great job with the narrative and supporting the story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, for Blade Shots, Runner almost feels I'd like, like a, a showcase for cinematography.
0: Mm-hmm. True. That's yeah, a hard pick. That. Let's go on to directing. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know why I did that. Um, which doesn't
5: even list the directors, which is. Good. <laughs> it doesn't actually. <laughs> who cares who it was? So right,
0: I'm gonna make film. Nick list the directors. Dunkirk, that's an easy one. Christopher Nolan. Get Out, that's an easy one. Jordan Peele. Lady Bird. Greta Gerwig. Phantom Thread.
1: Paul Thomas Anderson. Shape of Water. Get that oh, they're,
0: they're all easy, actually. I didn't. I should have done it and showed off. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with Drew. Best director.
4: Um, I love Jordan Peele, and I'd love to see him win, but I, I don't know that this is a best-directed movie. Um, just just because of the way he came up. you know, He was around Second City, same time I was, and it's just cool to, mm-hmm. to say it. But um, I think Guillermo de Toro should get it. Although he's going to take most of his acceptance speech from an obscure French award ceremony <laughs> winner. Gotcha. So, but yeah, Guillermo del Toro
5: should win.
0: Okay. What do you think, Johan?
5: Dunkirk all the way.
0: Okay. So, Christopher Nolan. Yes. No, no second choices? If someone else won, you'd be happy?
5: Uh... Well, I don't know. As far as directing, I think that movie just kind of blows the rest out of the water.
0: No pun intended. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you think, Frank? Phantom Threat. Phantom Threat, PTA. No second choices there?
6: Um, no.
0: Why do you think that, that he should win for Best Director? Best Director?
6: I think... I, first of all, I love the relationship between him and Daniel Day-Lewis. I think that's mm. a really unique relationship. It's, it's not quite as common to build that sort of relationship with a single actor the way they have and make so many great movies together. I think this one arguably could be the best one in terms of directing. Um, listening to just his process that he went through, um, not having a cinematographer for this, um, mm. and the performance, and I know a lot of that weighs on Daniel Day-Lewis, but the performance that he gave in that um, was just... It was really, really, really brilliant performance. Um, I don't want to dive into the nuances of all of it, but yeah, yeah, I just felt like it was a great performance and just very well directed.
0: And same with um, the woman that played opposite of him, which I'm surprised she's not in here anywhere. Like, But I've never seen her in anything before, but she was outstanding in it as she well. She was in
4: Paul Blart.
0: <laughs> Mall Cop. Uh, what do you like for directing, Mike?
2: I I would like to see Peele get a shot at it because, once again, that movie just really surprised me and I was very happy with it. Um, But yeah, done. I mean, the not only the actor coaching and stuff, the the way he kept his perform his actors on performance on shot. um, Talking about Nolan. Yeah, Nolan. But, I mean, just the also just the technical mastery and the people that he surrounds himself with. You know, if you go see a Christopher Nolan movie, his credits are like th- two minutes long versus these other films which are like three to five minutes mm-hmm. long. Why? Because he surrounds himself with people that he trusts to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And everyone that he brought on to do Dunkirk, I think, achieved all the things that he wanted to do visually and um, story-wise with the characters, and then more. Mm-hmm. you know. And so I have a feeling that Dunkirk is going to take it, but I would not be opposed to seeing get out, get it, and mm-hmm. just be awesome.
0: Get out, get it. Get out, get it. I'm going to go next, and then Nick can be mm-hmm. last. I hearted, meaning my faves, are Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk and Guillermo del Toro for Shape of Water. Both very different reasons. Um, both had to do with performances he brought out in the actors, but Dunkirk for the technical side of the film. Um, and then I wouldn't be mad at all if Paul Thomas Anderson won for Phantom Thread um, for some of the reasons that that Frank pointed out. I also just really like him as a director, so it's kind of one of those about just he should win an Oscar for everything for being alive. So what do you got, Nick?
1: This was the hardest one for me. And I think it's one of the more stacked ones. Uh, And it's really inspiring because each of these films is something totally different. Uh, Each of these directors are doing something completely different. So it's also really difficult to judge because they're all working in such different spaces. Right. Uh, You know, I think what Greta Gerwig... But one is a
0: woman. Greta (laughs) Gerwig for
1: Lady Bird you know, it, it, it seems like that's... She makes that look very, very easy. Mm-hmm. Um, just telling a small, simple, real-life story. Uh, and that's not an easy thing to do at all, because that's something that we all can relate to. We all have had those experiences, so we can judge that against things that exist.
0: I actually heard that Susha um, Ronan is now interested in directing due to her experience with Greta Gerwig in I believe that. And I, I've
1: heard Greta Gerwig talk a couple times, and she's mm-hmm. one of the, like, the most delightful people to hear speak. Was um, it the last female to win an Oscar Um, here comes the bet no (laughs) no
4: Barbara Barbara Streisand no Catherine Bigelow Bigelow. oh yeah yeah Barbara Streisand won though didn't she
0: the last female to win an Oscar Uh, for (laughs) directing oh for directing I don't think there ever has been one no no Catherine Catherine Bigelow Bigelow. oh um, is that right
2: what was it? Uh, it was Hurt Locker? Hurt, not well. Her, yeah, Hurt Locker. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it was Hurt what, what else could it, it be? Near Dark. Wasn't Zero Dark Thirty. No, dark. <laughs> Zero dark 30. Um, yeah. Uh, Hurt Locker. Feels like the
3: right
0: one. Oh, you're right. Barbara Streisand on being the only female best director winner at the Golden Globes. That wasn't. Yeah.
2: Golden Globes.
0: Okay. At the Golden Globes. Okay, for the Golden Globes. Ah. But uh, so there's something. Okay. <laughs> I so didn't even know she directed anything.
1: So Greta Gerwig's doing some great stuff there. Uh, totally agree with everything cool. Frank said about Tom, Paul Thomas Anderson with Phantom Thread. Uh, you know, when everybody in the cast is that good, that f- should tell you something. And mm-hmm. Especially when that film has such a strong look and there's no cinematographer, that also tells you something. Yeah. Uh, what does it tell you?
3: I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> Jordan Peele uh, with Get Out, you know, he's he's doing this... Uh, balancing act of managing the tone in that movie, you know, it mm-hmm. it is exactly what it is from beginning to end, and he never loses track of that, uh, and and that's really impressive. Um, and then you go into Del Toro with *Shape of Water* and being able to tell this story that really he's probably the only person that could tell that that way. Um, no one else would have even attempted that, and that's it's such a, maybe. But, I mean, it's yeah. such a complete film, and mm-hmm. that's because of him. But I think I'll, I'll have to go with Mike uh, for uh, Christopher Nolan with Dunkirk. Uh, okay. You know, he made a what is essentially an experimental art film. Yeah. I, I mean, th- there's hardly any dialogue <laughs> in it. There's very little plot structure in there. Uh, you don't even know who these characters are. I mean, it's so experiential. You're just there. The time is fucked up and all over the place and he did this but he made it so a large audience can consume it. he did it as a blockbuster film i mean that's mm-hmm. not only is that ballsy but it's also like he executed it and he took something like how many fucking world war Two movies and stories have we seen and he made this so completely fresh and new um that i, I feel like he's just achieving something um on a much higher level uh, right. Of this. Right.
0: It wasn't even about the Battle of Dunkirk. It was just things that happened inside of it. Yeah. Which uh, worked. And
2: PG-13. And PG-13. think of a war oh, film wow. that you can't... Hmm. That, think of a war film that you can name that's not PG-13, that's actually R. I mean, this is a PG-13... Mulan? <laughs> yes, well, aside from Mulan.
0: War of the Planet of the Apes? Duh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Joust?
0: All right. Um... <laughs> Let us go on. What? Wait. What time is it? What?
1: It's forty-one minutes.
0: Crunch. Okay. Do you want to stop here. No. Wow. Well, then we can start a new one. One more.
4: Nobody wants to listen to the boring ass technical stuff as an
2: episode.
0: <laughs> one more. Ready.
2: Will it score.
0: Production design.
2: Oh, oh, you're skipping. Oh. Nope. And best picture.
0: I'm coming back to that. Oh,
2: okay.
0: I'm not. There's a bunch left. We're gonna oh. do two parts. Oh,
2: okay. I didn't know that.
0: Oh boy. I need to know. Let's do production design up for production design are not people but the films beauty and the beast blade runner 2049 darkest hour dunkirk and shape of water um i really think the shape of water should win this one because the colors were beautiful i love all of the green blacks um it looked you know there's a real costume on they used cgi sparingly they blended it well Gabriel del Toro always puts you in a totally different world and this was extra fantasy to me and also the clip you're talking or the part of the film you're talking about earlier the black and white bit that was beautifully done as well so I love that, that the era is perfect the, the wardrobe, the makeup, the hairstyle everything was done right for the era and the right mood for the film it made it really extra <laughs> So, so what do you think Nick? production design
3: yeah, I
1: definitely dig everything you're saying about Shape of Water, and I would be happy with that winning. Um, but for me, I think I would have to go with Blade Runner 2049. Uh, again, just all the reasons why I love the cinematography, love the visuals of that. Mm-hmm. I think production design is the other half of making that happen. Let me
0: ask you a question. How much freedom do you think that production designer, who we're seeing as Dennis Gassner, actually got in making decisions?
1: I would say a substantial amount. You know, I mean, if you look at uh, the other films that uh, uh, Denny Villeneuve has done, mm-hmm. um, you know, they all have a strong specific look to it, but he's also, from what I've heard and what I understand, you know, a fair amount of collaboration. And I, cool. I don't think you make something like Blade Runner 2049 by yourself in a room, you know, right. There, there are a lot of ideas at work there.
0: I would love to know how much they referred to with the original films um, with the original film um, and based the design around that I mean there is a lot of similarity but it's still it's own thing you know um, cool let's wrap up this part one Part one of 2018 Oscars. We're going on to the next one, Mike. It's OK. Oh,
2: no one else has got a say in production oh. design? Nope. <laughs> no. No. Okay. It doesn't matter
5: what we think.
0: <laughs> no. It's 45 minutes in, right?
5: But we all want to talk about Blade Runner more. <laughs> <laughs> and The <this, this laughs> Shape of
4: Water, Dunkirk. as far as best production design of Guillermo del Toro, uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See why I should just end this yeah. par- part? Blade
4: Runner has to win. <laughs> Dunkirk. <laughs> Fuck
0: Dunkirk <done>, <laughs> Alright, stop For the love of God Stop No?
1: Me?
5: Yeah, you what? mother
0: Nobody Can- wants to take a break for a minute? No
1: <laughs> Oh, did you say we're taking a break? Oh, oh sorry I was legit
3: Wow for the night Fuck I'm